This is EarthWise for Saturday, December 5th. Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the truth about Santa's elves. According to Norse mythology, the elves originally lived in Alfheimer, Elfland, far to the north. They were the smiths of the great mother goddess and made the things she wanted to manifest in the material world, much like they make toys for Santa today. It was the elves, at the goddess's request, who made the sun, which was called Alfodril, glory of the elves, from which we get daffodil, the beautiful yellow spring flower. And although the elves shone like the sun, they were very much of the earth and they were known to be physically present everywhere in the landscape, continuously creating the Earth's abundance. The elves were earth spirits. There were mountain elves, wood elves, field elves, water elves, and even house elves. Our ancestors hunted the land, fished in the waters, raised animals and tilled the soil, all the while working closely with the elves. And over the millennia, customs, beliefs, and ways of doing work evolved to ensure good relationships with these powerful earth spirits. Being respectful of the earth and to the elves brought bounty, while being disrespectful brought misfortune. In Iceland today, there are laws preventing the disruption of earth, of elf dwellings, and thoroughfares in the landscape. Elves exist in the folklore of many peoples around the world, including Native Americans right here in Maine, where Wabnaki peoples interacted with such beings as Puhagans. In Ireland, elves were called fairies or the gentry. In Wales, they were the Tulwith Teg. Cornwall had its piskies and brownies, and Germany had de Alban. When Christianity overspread the land, the elves were banished as the fallen angels, because when Lucifer, the Prince of Light, rose up against God, the elves refused to choose sides. This neutrality kept them from being cast into hell, but also kept them from entering heaven. So they were doomed to haunt the wild places of the earth. Another story was that the elves were the first peoples on the land who kept the old ways. To protect themselves from invaders, they painted themselves green, shrank in size, and went to live in the hills. Still another explanation was that the elves were the mighty dead. After all, they looked like people and acted like people, only they had magical powers. Many folk tales told of people stumbling upon elven feasts and recognizing dead relatives among the celebrants. The elves were merely the dead who had taken up new lives on the other side of the veil. And what lives they had, singing, dancing, and feasting perpetually in their bright, warm halls under the hills. With such rich history and folklore, why is it that the elves are now only acknowledged during the Christmas season? Perhaps we should look at the jolly old elf Santa Claus, who was originally Odin, the Norse ruler of the gods. Odin was also known as the Elf King. Odin had dethroned the mother goddess and stolen many of her attributes, including her governance of the elves. 
When Odin's reign eventually ended, some of his powers were incorporated into Santa Claus, the jolly old elf himself, and the elves were swept along into this new persona. He who flew through the air with magical reindeer and bestowed untold abundance upon the land, made, of course, by the elves. The elves may make toys at Christmas, but they are active in the landscape all year round. Want to meet them yourself? Why not hold an alpha blot or elf feast to honor them? Clean your house, set your table with your best china, and lots of delicious but simple food and drink. Leave your doors ajar so all may enter. Greet them warmly, saying, Let them come who wish to come, and let them go who wish to go, and do no harm to me or mine. Welcome, elves. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.